0: My name is Tara Vogel. I'm a GNE myopathy patient. And my guest today is, a G- is also a GNE myopathy patient. Her name is Amy. Amy is a patient advocate and program manager for the Neuromuscular Disease Foundation. Amy, do you recall your initial thoughts when you received your GNEM diagnosis? I am 37 now, and I received my
1: diagnosis when I was 27. Um, my initial thoughts uh, were, briefly, uh, I guess I would have to say, relieved. Uh, we had finally received diagnosis. It had been about a 20-some year journey for my oldest sibling, and for me, it was about a seven-year seven journey and relieved so we finally knew what we had and we could figure out where to go from there but also scary because we didn't uh, know what was going to happen from there there wasn't much um, information on that
0: hmm interesting what what was the reaction or reactions from your siblings and your parents um they
1: were also relieved uh, we had been Misdiagnosed about two, two times at least with a charcoal marie tooth disease and spinal muscular atrophy. Um, so to finally have a genetic test confirm that we had a GNE myopathy uh, was a big relief to know that we have a confirmed diagnosis, not something where doctors told us we had it and then we researched it and said, this isn't what we have. We know that. And then doctors would come back and say, no, I think you have this. Um, And we could tell them, no, no, I I don't think this is what we have. Um, It was finally, we found a doctor who actually listened to us and figured out what exactly we do have. It was uh, a big relief for our family. Um, And uh, from there, we could do our research and try to figure out what what is life ahead for us now. What what are we going to uh, have to deal with and um, figure out if there is research trials or anything like that ahead of us. So... Having the right information uh does help with your with your diagnosis,
0: <laughs> yes, I agree. I remember when I got my diagnosis after a forty year journey, I felt a sense of freedom, like I could go on the rooftop and shout out, "Hey, I have a uh, a confirmed diagnosis yeah uh, how, yes. how many in your family uh suffer from g n e m my parents had four children, and all four of us have
1: GNEM.
0: Wow, that has to be hard on your family to have 100% in your family diagnosed with uh, GNE myop- myopathy.
1: Uh, it is. It is
0: hard on my family, but we
1: uh, go on this journey together, and I think that that helps us. We're we're stronger together as a family, and we use each other for support uh, as we buy different assistive technology, different devices, and stuff like that. Um, we can bounce ideas off each other, and it actually it brings us closer. And four minds that have gene myopathy can really think of different things to help each other.
0: <laughs> yeah, that that's very yeah. helpful. It is, yeah. So my next question to you, Amy, is. What are some things you wish someone could have told you about dealing with GNE myopathy? And that, what do you think others, other patients, should know?
1: Um, I, I really wish that someone, um, you know, told us that you're going to have uh, just as much an emotional toll as a physical toll. Um, when you are dealing with a rare disease and that you should uh, always keep that in mind from the beginning of your your journey and uh, do as much as you can for that emotional side of you as you do for your physical side because as you lose your muscles, you are dealing with that psychological effect on you as well. Um, as you lose your ability to do things, it does have a a saddening effect, a depressive effect on you, and you need to constantly deal with that. And I wish that, even though I might not have listened in the beginning, that someone did try to address that with me and, you know, helped me try to figure out a way to start dealing with that from the beginning.
0: Yeah. Now, you you have been dealing with disease, this GNE myopathy for many years now. What kind of... Uh, emotional support are you getting?
1: I I use uh, meditation for myself and I use a journal um, that I don't let anybody see so I can let my emotions out. And I, we, with the NDF, we use that uh, monthly support group that I go to uh, virtually. And I go through another support group with the Muscular Dystrophy Association once a month as well, um, where you can speak with other people, um, that have similar diseases in both the virtual NDF and the MDA support groups so that you don't feel alone and that you're, you're not the only one on these journeys. And, um, people who have the same, uh, types of diseases know what you're going through and you can talk with each other and, know that, one, you're not alone, you're not the only one going through this, and that when I journal and when I meditate, I can get a hold of myself and understand that I can make it through this, that I am okay, and that there are still things that I can do, and that I can enjoy my life still with what I can do. And I make sure that I do activities now that I do enjoy with with the abilities that I do have. For example, this morning, um, my fiance and I and a dog went to a very, National Park, very close to my house, called Valley Forge. And uh, I used a scooter and we we walked the dog uh, for a long time and had a little picnic there. And so even though I'm not walking in the park, I still had a very good time.
0: Yeah, how that's a very sweet thing, thing to do with your fiancé and, and the dog. It's a, it's very therapeutic, isn't it? It is, yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, I like that... Uh, you know you you meditate and you have a journal and you also uh go to the support group that the NDF has monthly that's a, a very um helpful group for GNE myopathy patients it i is, myself yeah. have attended quite a few of the support group and w- along with you we have uh led the group so it's a very helpful group it is yeah. What's the, if you have to think about so far in your journey with G&E myopathy, what's the biggest hurdle you have had to over, overcome? Uh, the biggest hurdle I've had to overcome
1: is uh, leaving work uh, mm. and feeling lost from that. Uh, I retired from work on disability. And uh, I lo- I lost myself in that process. Um, I felt like, you know, my career was my life work and I had no identity after that. And um, mm. But I dug myself out of that hole and I realized that that's, you're not defined by your career. Um, and that there's still other things that I can do with my life. And... I decided to make helping other patients with GA myopathy my second career, so to speak. And helping other people with disabilities has now become my passion. And I brought myself out of that hurdle because I realized that, you know, I'm not the only one in this situation. There are other people. And if I can help other people out of situations like my family's been in, then I have done a great thing for this world.
0: Yeah. Yeah, it's hard to to have to leave your job and, um, you know, when you identify with a gainful employment and the work you were doing as a teacher, it was so um, helpful to your community and to leave your job, that had to be uh, um, a very uh, big blow to your, you know, your self-confidence.
1: It, it does yeah, it took a while to overcome it, probably about a year. Um, yeah. but I eventually brought myself out of it uh, with the help of my fiance and my family and the NDS. and uh, I'm now I realize that I don't have to just identify myself as just being a teacher. I will always be a teacher um, in some ways, but that I can I can do other things with my life and still be happy.
0: Yeah, and you're, you're a really super teacher in so many ways. I've come to know you over the years and you, you have so much to teach all of us and other patients, so thank you for that. Well, thank you. <laughs> yeah, now another question, uh, you know, dealing with uh, a rare disease such as ours where our physical abilities and emotional abilities are affected, What are some lighter moments that you would like to share with us? Well, sometimes
1: uh, having a rare disease or a disability can um, get you into some funny situations or have its perks. Um, I uh, was walking out of a hotel with a friend one time, and, I tripped, on gne myopathy related, I just wasn't watching where I was walking and uh, I went from sidewalk to grass and didn't realize it and I kind of fell to the ground. And, uh, but I couldn't get myself back up because I had the GNE myopathy. And uh, next thing I know I'm standing up again and I looked to see what, what it was. And there was a very handsome man in a cowboy hat and cowboy boots and a big buckled belt. Uh, there standing right in front of me and he was the one that picked me back up and uh, my friend who was standing right next to me said well this cowboy just saved you (laughs) and I was (laughs) was blushing uh very much because this very handsome cowboy had just picked me up off the ground and uh that's a lighter moment that I, I can always think about that you know you can get saved by a handsome handsome man and then there's also things like uh Saving, you get in, sometimes you get in first in line for, you know, other people have to wait for, like, movie theater tickets or um, things like that, um, and then you, you get a little, little bit more excited.
0: Yeah, that that's neat, the cowboy picked you up. <laughs> yes. We, we, should, we should all have a cowboy ready to pick us <laughs> up. and <leave. laughs> I
1: would love that every day.
0: Yes. Yeah. <laughs> So no. what, if anything, has really surprised you about GNE myopathy?
1: My ability to adapt and my resilience and uh, everybody's ability to adapt and resilience. Um, everybody's um, that I've met. You know, we're all going through the same journey. Um, it might be slightly different in what muscles we lose, but for everyone I've met has been positive and we've been able to adapt um in different ways. Um but we're we still maintain a really positive attitude and we're still achieving our best selves with what we have. And um that surprises me every day and it keeps me going. It keeps positive attitude.
0: Yes. But that, that's Right. You know, to have a positive attitude about our disease and to wrap up our podcast today, what would you like to share with others so that, you know, we could continue to be hopeful and go about our day to day life?
1: I would like to share that it's it's okay to have bad days that um, not every day is peachy keen and wonderful some days we do have bad days some days I, I, I call them my muscles just don't want to work today <laughs> I drop everything and Like I just feel like I'm off a little bit um, and that's okay and then you just next day you just hope for everything to be put back together again and be right and that you're okay and um, that if you ever have those days that you know Tara and I Amy uh, are here to talk And I have a Facebook group that you can talk to and everything. And that, you know, you don't have to feel like you're alone because you can reach out to any one of us and we will be there to talk to you.
0: Yes. It's it's good to have a group of people that you could turn to other than your family members. When things get tough, uh, that you could reach out to them. And we do have a support group like that. Amy yeah, I'm absolutely. I'm so happy we got to connect to t- today and um we did this podcast on you it, it was a really good one and I hope you have a great day Thank you you too Tara